the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. President Donald Trump helped see off a U.S. Navy medical ship that's heading to New York City. In response to the pandemic, here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. During an afternoon visit to the Norfolk Naval Station in Virginia, the president bade farewell to the USNS Comfort. This great ship behind me is a 70,000-ton message of hope and solidarity to the incredible people of New York. The Navy ship is a floating hospital with 1,000 beds. It will arrive in New York Harbor Monday and begin treating patients Tuesday to relieve area hospitals overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients. Greg Clugston, Washington. New York's uh, New York State's coronavirus death toll is nearly nearing 1,000. The state accounts for more than 40% of coronavirus deaths in the United States. More details at srnnews.com. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Right now, if you go to the homepage at am1280thepatriot.com, you can see the latest updates surrounding COVID-19. Just go to our website and click on COVID-19 updates and resources for more info. Just past 2 o'clock on the Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. It's rainy and breezy today. We will reach a high of 46. And we got Hour 2 of the Brad Carlson Show, Northern Alliance Radio Network, coming up right now here on The Patriot. for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280, the Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow for any comments or questions. And uh, follow along on Facebook. As a matter of fact, on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, we have the Facebook Live video up and going. So if you'd like to leave a comment there as well, that is perfectly fine. Like the kind of, we, we have so many ways to interact with our listeners here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, whether by Facebook, Twitter, I uh, get a lot of phone calls today. You can tell uh, you can tell folks are uh, under quarantine and adhering to the stay-at-home executive order handed down by Governor Walls because we are getting a good number of phone calls today, and we so appreciate it. Uh, do we still have uh, our callers on the uh, callers on hold? Yep, we got Mike on the line. Okay, Mike, uh, line one. Mike, I so appreciate your your patience. Thank you so much. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Well, thanks, Brad. I have nothing else to do anyway. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, Mike. Yes. No, I, I, um couple things. These leg- the legislatures, both you know, nationally and in the state, are they considering putting time stamps on these or, or you know, eclipses on these these? Because even things like when I hear about the increase in unemployment benefits i think mm-hmm. maybe that would be good for a while but maybe that should that should go away or we should revisit that so those sorts of things the other is um i 
I would have preferred, and I don't know if this could ever be done. I mean, I know we have aspects where we're getting checks to people, and I think that's a good thing. I would get I, that would be my major emphasis: getting checks to people. And some will argument argue that some people don't need it. Well, I would say, you know, if I was governor or whatever, I don't know what how it would ever work. But if, if you don't think you need it, then give it to places like the Salvation Army and places that you know organizations that know where the needs are, know who the people are going to, you know, where, and, 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 and already have systems in place to, um, you know, to, to assist the, the poor and everything. I, I, I'd like the private model a little bit better than starting new programs or reshaping government programs, particularly when it's so, you know, when we're acting so quickly, et cetera. And I, I think money in private hands does better sure. than, than in a lot of other ways. And lastly, I work in a place that, um, we're 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 very essential, and oftentimes we're we can't stay six feet apart. We need to kind of get out of this mind, or at least start broadening our mindsets about, you know, being six feet apart. One of the things, and I don't know the availability yet, but the simple surgical masks can help in situations and can actually take away some of the need to be six feet away from somebody. So we can get people back to work. We can do, you know, shift work, et cetera, et cetera. But all these things need to, I, I hope, I hope somebody has the governor's ear on this sort of thing. Cause these are, these are the things that need to be considered. Thanks. Thanks again, Brad. Yeah. Uh, fantastic phone call, Mike. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm glad you brought that up about the surgical masks. Uh, New York Post had a story where now there are medical experts indicating, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, wearing these masks does slow the spread of the coronavirus. Whereas initially, when people were wearing masks, they were almost ridiculed. It's like, you know, you're wasting your time with these things. It's already it's already out there in the air. I mean, it's it's uh, there's no way you can totally prevent the spread of it, but this could help with it. It's not, like I say, it wouldn't totally prevent someone getting infected with coronavirus. But if, like Mike indicates, you have to be in proximity of each other more, in less than six feet, then this absolutely could uh, could be a deterrent, a, a totally effective deterrent, maybe, maybe not, but definitely helps slow the spread, which is where we're at right now. <clears throat> um, yeah, you know, that, and also about the stimulus checks, getting money in the hands of the people, uh, my wife and I have already committed that you know we we still we're both still gainfully employed during this. We're both a, we're both blessed to have jobs where we can both work at home and and money stashed away for a rainy day, so to speak. We we've committed to uh, if we do and again I don't know if we qualify for stimulus checks or not from the federal government, but if we do, yeah, absolutely, we're willing to donate it, and we we already know of a of a very worthwhile cause to which we're going to donate it, and I think that is what should be emphasized during this whole pandemic is, you know, a lot of us, we focus on, on the government response and the, um, the partisan bickering. And even though Senator Abler said this isn't so much partisan, there is still a lot of partisanship in this particular uh, coronavirus pandemic and the way people are looking at this uh, through their own political lenses. It's still there. I mean, I, I'm grateful for Senator Abler and uh, DFL Senator Hoffman to, uh, uh, implore the governor to lessen some of the restrictions, particularly when it when it came to funerals. I mean, that I was not aware of that. That's just that's just absurd to me. So we're grateful that there has been some bipartisanship, and we've seen it with the president and Democrat governors Andrew Cuomo from New York and Gavin Newsom from California. Uh, but that being said, uh, as much as we can get dismayed by the government response to this pandemic. We can take heart. There are a lot of fantastic stories out there about American ingenuity, particularly medical experts who are able to take a ventilator and uh, configure it to where it could help an extra two or three people per one ventilator. Or you have folks um, willing to obviously donate their time and resources. I mean, Donating your time, you can only do so much when you have to maintain distances. But as far as donating financial resources, what have you, there, there's there been great opportunities there. And people, uh, I forget where it was. I think it was, oh, it was Buffalo, New York. Someone was going up a street in Buffalo where there were people, there was a whole block of people on one particular block, and it could have been throughout the entire neighborhood, standing in their driveways, 
kind of interacting with each other from their driveways, you know, obviously maintaining that safe distance. You know, people are getting through, are, are, are getting through this and getting through it together. And that's the one place where we could take heart. So, again, um, we've talked about the last couple of weeks how you could positively impact your community and small businesses within your community. Because as we've talked about, and as Senator Abler talked about in the first hour, they're the ones really feeling a tremendous impact with from this. Not the only ones, but definitely the lifeblood. And someone had a saying, if you want uh, these businesses to exist after this is all said and done, um, if there's any way you can continue to support them, like for, you know, like I brought up our local health club, we want to continue to pay our membership dues. And my wife and I will continue to pay our membership dues for however long it's inaccessible because, you know, we can afford it and we want it to be there at the end of this. So I do have another call on hold line one, Dan Invergrove Heights. Hey, Dan, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. So uh, I'm thinking that healthy people and unemployment, we're getting the additional six hours per week now for up to four months while on unemployment. I apologize, Dan. We got a we got an awful connection. I could it was kind of jumbled up. Uh, couldn't really hear you. If there's any way, maybe you could call back and try to get a better connection. I really apologize for that, Dan. I just couldn't couldn't hear a thing you said. So I want I want my listeners to be sure that uh, they can hear everything you have to share. Uh, so I again apologize for that technical difficulties. It happens. But if there's any way Dan could call back and we could try to get a clearer connection, we will certainly certainly do that. But this is. Um, this is something that we, as Americans, we've we've experienced before. You know, in the aftermath of nine eleven, there was there was some national unity and uh, against an enemy that was trying to do harm to our country and our way of life. Now, unfortunately, it eventually gave way to staunch partisanship. And when the Congress allowed President Bush to have unlimited war powers to you know declare the war on and in the war on terror and whatever else, it it ended up being further divisive for this country. But now we're we're in a situation where unlike 9/11 we can't go out and live a life as usual, life as we want to and try to get back to some sort of normalcy because it's just it's just not there. You know, uh good we'll try Dan from uh Invergrove Heights again on line 1. Uh, Dan, I apologize. Hopefully you're coming in clear this time, but uh give her another shot, sir. We appreciate it. Yeah. How how is this? Is this a better connection? Much better. Thank you. Okay, uh, so I'm thinking that healthy people on unemployment due to COVID-19 who are, who are now going to be receiving this additional $600 per week for up to four months while on unemployment should probably be expected to return to work shortly after man- new mandatory sheltering in place orders are lifted and their employer requests them to return to work. So at that point, their eligibility to receive unemployment benefits should be terminated unless these people have good justification as to why they should still be eligible to receive unemployment benefits. So are you are you concerned? I mean, I'm not as familiar with the legislation. So is the, are you concerned, or do you see a loophole where people would continue to stay on it despite being called back to work? Or because uh, I'm not sure. Well, I, think, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that you know, I think there's going to be a lot of a drag there that that needs to be shored up to make sure it doesn't happen. Sure. I mean, I think we're going to have to be very, you know, because you don't hear that part of it. I mean, all you hear is, oh, now you're going to get $600 for up to four months on top of your unemployment benefits, you know, plus the check going out, you know, the one-time, uh, one-shot check. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't, I, you don't hear any mention of, of, of what I just said, which I think should be at least mentioned. I mean, I mean, I agree with you. It should be taken for granted, but I don't hear it mentioned at all. Have you heard that? Because I haven't. Uh, I know, I know the federal legislation. I know some uh, a handful of Republican senators. I think it was Senators Sass, Graham, and Scott. I believe were concerned with the funding of that particular at the federal level, particularly that it would incentivize people to not work and of therefore course. stay on it. Yeah. So I know there was some That's concern exactly brought up point. by them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just telling you, it needs to be verbalized so that people don't have this mindset of four months. Vacation, getting six hundred dollars a week on top of your normal unemployment benefits for four months. Sure, <laughs> you know? that's all I'm saying. Yeah, appreciate yeah. the yeah, appreciate the call, Dan. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, you know that's uh, that's something that is a, a as a concern, and and you know personally, I would say that I I wouldn't 
I couldn't wait to get back to work after being, you know, off for four months if I was, say, furloughed or, or, or whatever. But, you know, not everything's like me, and thank goodness for that. But, <laughs> you know, that they would be in the uh, be in a hurry to, uh, to to give that up. So, yeah, that's that that's a that's a concern, and I know that that's something that. Well, I mean, you go back to the Clinton administration back when you know a, a, a Republican-controlled Congress uh, worked with a Democrat president, where they got significant welfare reform done, where it removed the incentive to stay on that and to just be able to use it as a safety net until you could uh, get back to something more more lucrative. And you know, uh, that's that's certainly a concern, no doubt. Uh, but like I said, like I was telling Dan, I remember those three Republican senators this past week. Um, that was a concern that they expressed. And obviously, um, given the nature of this bill, you know, to aid people who took an immediate and impactful hit during this coronavirus pandemic, it wasn't something that they were politically desirous to hold up for very long. But nevertheless, it was a concern that was expressed. And whether or not it resonates, uh, I don't know. I mean, given that news is so fluid these days, it maybe ended up getting buried. But I, I agree with Dan. That's something that uh, should continue to be uh, brought up and, and uh, beaten into the ground even, I would say. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And also check out uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. We are doing a Facebook Live right here. And uh, we take your comments there as well, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Didn't have money for food or rent, to say the least, we were hard-pressed. Then Mama spent every last penny we had to buy me a day. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Is your child allowed to express their love for Jesus Christ in the classroom? Do you want the Christian values you are teaching at home to be instilled at school? At Avail Academy, formerly Calvin Christian School, we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. We believe that God has made each of us uniquely great, not for our glory, but for His. Alongside the family and the church, Avail Academy fulfills a unique role by instructing and nurturing students from kindergarten through 12th grade to use the gifts of God for the cause of Christ. We believe in teaching our students to live a life of purpose now, not just after graduation. We are experts at integrating faith and learning. To learn more about Avail Academy or to schedule a tour, visit our website at availacademy.org. That is availacademy.org. Come see how we can partner with you to raise up your children in the way that they should go. Avail Academy, Christian education on purpose. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Millions estimate their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Welcome back. I am 12 the Patriot. Oh, I don't, baby. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm Dan Hyde. How you doing? The bull-legged one. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know about it. I don't know anything about that. That sounds BradCarlson.org Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. is my blog. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Darn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. I don't, I, I don't think I need to give out the phone number because, boy, we've had a lot of calls, but I'll give it out nonetheless, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. Yeah, I was saying during the break, this is the most calls that we've had in your show, that at least since I've been producing for the last year or so. So this I, is a good day. I, I'd venture to say you're correct, yeah. Can you tell everybody's under self-quarantine? It's like the one gentleman said, oh, I had nothing else to do, and... I'm not the least bit offended by that. That's all good. I mean, I, I always say yeah. during my uh, Facebook Live previews, it's like, hey, if you can't tune in live and you have to listen to the podcast, that's perfectly fine. We will accept yeah. that. And most people probably do that, but obviously you can't call yeah, no, in because, no. you know, it's a yeah. podcast. But, so. <laughs> but still, I mean, keep keep the phone calls coming, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mind being busy back here. Not at all. Yeah, right. So, uh, d- um, you know, we'll just press on forward because there's a lot to, definitely a lot to talk about. But again, uh you know, I've all I've said many a time I could do a two hour show week in and week out without any guests, without any phone calls, and I'm willing to do that if I have to, but I want to hear from you the folks out there at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight, you know, what, what you got mm-hmm. going on and because yeah. everybody has their their questions, concerns mm-hmm. about this uh coronavirus uh, pandemic. And uh, I just saw that uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Fauci, who of course is on uh, President Trump's uh, task force uh, regarding uh, the uh, uh, coronavirus said that there could be, um, let me get the uh, numbers right. Yeah, Dr. Anthony Fauci um, says U.S. could see more than 100,000 coronavirus-related deaths. Now, I saw the video. He said it's possible, possible, between 100,000 to 200,000 uh, coronavirus and millions of cases. Um, but then he said, I just don't think that we really need to make a projection when it's such a moving target and that you could so easily be wrong. But nevertheless, uh, this is thrown out there as, oh, my God, we could have 200,000 uh, cases. Yeah, we could. But again, what are we doing? Are we engaging in the proper social distancing and, and proper steps in order to stem the tide of this? Time will tell. But he's saying, you know, he's saying it's possible, not probable, possible. Okay, these these doctors are always careful to 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 parse out their words a little bit. In fact, um, Dr. Burks is, uh, and I've got a couple of sound sound clips of, from her from this past week. Um, she has been also she's also on uh, Trump's uh, task force uh, battling this uh, coronavirus. And the one thing I've noticed from the media, and yeah, we're going to talk about media corruption this uh, this hour as well. Uh, the one thing that I have seen consistently from the media is they want to put all of their, they want the doctors to be up there during Trump's daily press briefings and to have their expertise heard, not so much Trump, which I agree with. I mean, I, again, I've been ambivalent toward President Trump. I've I'm not a never Trumper and I'm not a mega, I'm not a mega hat wearing individual. Okay. I'm a sometimes Trump, you know, Ben Shapiro put it best. He, you know, Ben Shapiro says, yeah, I'm sometimes Trump. I'm like, yeah, that's a category. I think I fit in. I'm a sometimes Trump. Okay. I, I can be very critical of him when, it, when I, when I believe is he's deserved it. And some of these daily briefings, he has not been helpful. Let's just be honest. He hasn't been helpful. There are some days where he's been very good. And where, you know, because, of course, last week people freaked out when the president came out and said, you know what, I'd like we can't just stop an economy dead in its tracks like this, because obviously the economy has seen unprecedented job growth and and record number of uh, people working, you know, during the Trump administration. And obviously that's something that uh, he relies upon very heavily to uh, help his administration and obviously help his reelection prospects. And when all of a sudden the economy is starting to take a dump because of this, all right, he's concerned not so much about his, well, yeah, he's probably concerned about his reelection prospects. He's only human, but obviously people being out of work and that's not a good thing. And he says, you know, I'd like to see the country open back up by April 12th. People start freaking out. Oh my God, we're going to risk grandma and grandpa because the stock market is tanking. 
you know, that kind of hyperbole. And it creates this false choice, okay? You can have a thriving economy while responsibly combating this coronavirus pandemic. And like we've been saying, we just, the data is, the data marks are ever-changing. When did it first get here, okay? Some surmise that it happened, could have happened in early February, you know, because we're seeing an outbreak in New Orleans. When did Mardi Gras take place? February, I believe, okay? And same with um, some Chinese festival in New York City, where public health officials in New York City were laughing in the face of this, oh, I don't believe the hype. Go out there and, and celebrate this and, and don't, uh, don't kowtow to xenophobic because, you know, there's a couple of cases in China. So even back then, these New York City public health officials were swallowing this uh, pap from China, the Chinese Communist Party propaganda. Okay. Well, Dr. Deborah Burks, <clears throat> uh, we'll, we'll play these cuts in order. Cut, we'll start with cut number one. Um, basically is not appreciative of these doomsday scenarios. She says, look, some of these things could happen if we did absolutely nothing, but we're seeing the American people being accountable and taking responsibility and want to do whatever they can to stem the tide of this particular coronavirus. So we'll do cut number one this segment. We may come back with the next segment with cut number two. Again, Dr. Dr. Deborah Burks uh, on Trump's coronavirus uh, task force round based on the need. And so I know that it has become a place where people are looking at numbers rather than what is needed. Um, because if you do these projections, when you got to those projections that said, like in Germany and others, that imp- implied that 60% or 50% of the population would get infected, the, I want to be very clear, the only way that happens is is this virus remains continuously moving through populations in this cycle, in the fall cycle, and another cycle. So that's through three cycles with nothing being done. Mm -hmm. And so we're dealing with cycle A right now, not the one that could come in the fall of 2020, although we're getting prepared for it by the innovations that are being worked on, and not the 2021. We're really dealing with the here and now while we're planning for the future. And I think the numbers that have been put out there are actually very frightening to people. But I can tell you, if you go back and look at Wuhan and Hubei and all of these provinces, when they talk about 60,000 people being infected, even if you said, oh, right, well, there's asymptomatics and all of that, so you get to 600,000 people out of 80 million. That is nowhere close to the numbers that you see people putting out there. I think it has frightened the American people. I think on a freely, on a model that you just run full out, you can get to those numbers if you have zero controls and you do nothing. And we know that every American is doing something. Amen. And so I think what our job right now is, is to carefully detail on a hospital by hospital, state by state, county by county, to outline what the infrastructure needs are and ensure that we're meeting them, both from the stockpile right. and from the generosity and movement of the American people and other hospitals. Okay, that was fantastic. And again, she's, she's, she's bringing uh, calm to the American people because... And where where are the American? Why are the American people getting freaked out by these numbers that are being thrown out there? It's what the media is reporting, because this because they have an agenda. This makes Trump look bad, right? Now the media itself, back in January and February, was saying, "Well, this this is going to be nowhere near a pandemic. Come on, let's it's a bunch of fear mongering." And you know what? To be fair, a lot of people were saying the same thing initially, but they didn't have all the facts. Because when this originated in China, you weren't going to get all the facts because they don't allow a free press. They didn't allow public health officials to go into the country and try to get a gauge on how serious this issue was. They weren't allowing media outlets to report on this. They literally kicked media outlets out of the country. Okay, why do you think that is? Well, I think we know why. Because it was much worse than they were letting on. And now, and then it got to the point where they were literally welding people into their homes. I mean, welding the doors shut so they couldn't get out. And if you saw on Twitter yesterday, some some uh, news outlets that got in there were able to sneak video of people getting out of quarantine and turning over police cars in these kind of demonstrations. 
Okay? Because if people are oppressed for for a long, long time, that's one thing. But it gets to the point where it gets it gets beyond the pale and they're gonna respond and they're gonna yearn to be free. So we have do have another sound clip from Dr. Deborah Burks, but we're gonna have to pick that up in the next segment. And we're still here to take your phone calls, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show, hashtag NARN Show. And again, we are on Facebook Live. Go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And if you haven't liked our Facebook page, feel free to do so. And you can also follow the video stream as well and leave a chat in the chat room there. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorkehe inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Register today at sebgorka.com. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Visit sebgorka.com and click on the Israel banner. That's sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana in St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Looking for a small space for your startup or small business? Rentspace.com has quality facilities with good locations in the Twin Cities West Metro. Month-to-month or long-term leases available. Rentspace.com. Small space for small business. Rentspace.com. Welcome back. AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Bradcarlson.org is my blog. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And uh, also, we have our Facebook Live. Yeah, it's still running at our Facebook page. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And feel free to leave a comment there as well. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, There was a story that came out, uh, I think, yesterday, the day before, from the New York Times. Uh, Maggie Haberman, who's one of these uh, leftists who is more concerned with undermining Trump than reporting facts on this coronavirus, 
Uh, she wrote in a tweet, an astute Trump advisor once described the president as turning people so they start to adopt his views in a binary Trump sees as him versus media. Some fear, they don't say who the some people are, but some fear that Dr. Deborah Burks is the latest example. So because Dr. Deborah Burks, who, here's her credentials, and Stephen Miller, uh, not that Stephen Miller with the White House, Stephen Miller who's read Steez on Twitter, uh, Dr. Burks is a woman with an MD, BS, rose to the rank of colonel in the U.S. Army, was Barack Obama's World AIDS Coordinator, was awarded the Meritorious Service Medal and Legion of Merit, somehow has been brainwashed and hypnotized by Donald Trump. It doesn't matter. As long as you have come into contact with Donald Trump, people will find a way to spin it. Uh, apparently. Apparently. So this is what they're doing now. If Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Deborah Burks are not subscribing to their doomsday scenario about millions could be on the brink of dying because Donald Trump didn't act fast enough, then they have to be slandered in the media. I mean, it's it's despicable what they're doing to reputable physicians, people who have a laundry list of accomplishments. And if doctors Fauci and Burks see what is going on in the world with this coronavirus pandemic, don't you think they could still do some good works even if they weren't part of the Trump administration? Don't you think that if they ran in defiance of President Trump, pretty much every media outlet known to man would have them on and they could say, hey, here is what we're gleaning from what's going on? They would still be able to get the facts out there based on all of the data that's coming in. But but nevertheless, because they don't adhere to the media's doomsday scenario, then they they have to be they ha- have to be discredited. So we have another sound clip of uh, Dr. Deborah Burks. Um, let me just uh, let me get to this for you real quick. I uh, want to be sure. I got the right one. Um, yeah, here here this uh, cut number two. Dr. Burks basically you know calling for calm. It's like look, we're still in the process of this. People are you know we heard in the first sound clip the American people are being responsible. They're taking action. Therefore, the doomsday scenario, these uh, out-of-control numbers that you're projecting, uh, would only happen if we were doing absolutely nothing and there were no controls. Well, there have been controls put in place, and people are being responsible for the most part in doing the right thing. So here's Dr. Burks in uh, cut number two. And then finally, the situation about ventilators. We were reassured and meeting with our colleagues in New York that there are still ICU beds remaining and there's still significant over a thousand or two thousand ventilators that have not been utilized yet. Please, for the reassurance of people around the world to wake up this morning and look at people talking about creating DNR situations. Do not resuscitate situations for patients. There is no situation in the United States right now that warrants that kind of discussion. You can be thinking about it in a hospital. Certainly many hospitals talk about this on a daily basis. But to say that to the American people, to make the implication that when they need a hospital bed, it's not going to be there. Or when they need that ventilator, it's not going to be there. We don't have an evidence of that right now. And it's our job collectively to assure the American people that it's our collective job to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, right now, you can see these, state, these cases are concentrated in highly urban areas. There are other parts of the states that have lots of ventilators in other parts of New York State that don't have any infections right now. So we can be creative. We can meet the need by being responsive. But there's no model right now, I mean, no reality on the ground where we can see that 60 to 70 percent of Americans are going to get infected in the next eight to 12 weeks. I just want to be clear about that. So we're adapting to the reality on the ground. We're looking at the models of how they can inform. But we also are learning very clearly from South Korea and from Italy and from Spain. Got cut off at the end there, apparently. Yeah, yeah that's fine. And, and, but but the greater point was made. And, and, and I want to bounce off that because, yes, these are hap- a lot of these cases are happening, no surprise, in uh, highly dense urban areas because, well, let's be honest, there's more people. 
Yeah. So the social distancing isn't as conducive in these areas or wasn't initially when this virus came here. We don't know specifically yeah. when it first came here. As somebody who has lived in New York City, I know, sick brag, uh, to, to me, I thought, I mean, obviously the numbers are way bigger than anywhere else that we could have imagined, especially for New York. But I am not surprised that it's become the epicenter of the United States, mostly from a cultural standpoint, because you literally have in some aspects, a representation from every single culture in that city in some oh, sure. capacity. It's right. the cultural center of the entire world in terms in terms of demographics. So, and yeah, I lived on the top of on top of people in apartments and studio apartments. We're all we were all packed in there, at least in my financial district apartment. And so, I'm not surprised at all that things have gotten this bad in New York in terms of just being uh, you know patient zero here in the United States. And this is also going you know when when we get through this. Um, if if the Met Council's 2040 plan isn't just laughed and ridiculed, and by then we'll have a full supply of toilet paper, but if we're still running short, I think the Met Council's 2040 plan could be an adequate substitute where they want to have packed in housing. I mean, right now the city council, Minneapolis City Council, passed a law, uh, statute where they are now, when for homes that are being newly constructed within the Minneapolis city limits, can't be single family homes anymore. Mm-hmm. They have to be multifamily homes, mm-hmm. twin homes, or duplexes or fourplexes or apartment buildings and it's not conducive for social distancing same with these uh with public transit which the met council has this fantasy that everybody is going to be engaging in well of what we have between the light rail and the north star rail but my neck of the woods and whatnot it hasn't alleviated congestion so what we're going to find is now that people are able to work from are able to work from home and if they are more productive perhaps Companies may be more open to allowing people to telecommute. I mean, like I said, I have not missed a beat this past week. I worked starting Tuesday. I've been working from home and will be for the foreseeable future. And, um, you know, I did go in the office for a few hours on Friday. But uh, I my supervisors have been more than satisfied with the work I've done. Yeah. The, the productivity has not taken a dip. Especially with probably how much money uh, these companies have been sinking in to backing up their servers and making this uh, type of technology available for all their employees. Well, if they've already bought it, if they already purchased it, they're probably going to want to continue to use it to get some value out of uh, sure. bringing all this in. So it, uh, to me, for that, it just depends how long this drags out. Because say hypothetically, everything's good next week. We're good to go. I would say all of America is back to pretty much what we were doing a month ago. Right. But if this drags on for a few months and we get a little bit complacent, a little bit comfortable with that, a lot of these businesses and companies are going to have their com- have that conversation about just exactly what type of environment they're willing to have their workers in. Right. Moving forward. Yeah, I, that's an excellent point, and I and 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 I think it come it comes a point. You know, at what point does this, um, you know, stay-at-home order, what have you, wherever it's being administered, at what point are people going to say enough is enough? I need to get back to work because some don't have the luxury of working from home. They have a job where they have to be present. Okay, you know, particularly construction workers, those who work in the in the in the plant of a manufacturing facility. I work in a manufacturing facility, but I work in the corporate office, so I can be at home. Okay, some don't have that luxury. So where does it get to the point where it it becomes it doesn't become practical anymore for for this? And you know, I think that's a that's a fair question. And again, the hyperbole comes up, especially people who hate Trump. It's like, what kind of company? I saw this a Facebook friend of mine said that very thing. What kind of country are we if we're going to risk the lives of elderly people for the stock market? And again, you create that false choice. It is perfectly acceptable to say, hey, America needs to get back to work. People want to be productive. People in this particular economy the last year or so has been one of the most robust economies in a long, long time where the job jobless rates were record lows. Uh, jobs created month over month were exceeding expectations. Okay, we want to get back to that. And uh, I don't know. I'm not advocating to just no holds barred. Let's just get back to it and take our chances. Of course not. That'd be irresponsible. Okay, but it is okay to ask a question. And and this is what this is what flipped out people when Trump said that he aspires to open up the country again around Easter time. April 12th is Easter, and the 
uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, again on Trump's coronavirus task force, said, well, you know, that's flexible based on data and region. It's okay to set a goal. Because here's the thing. You know, how many American lives were lost in Iraq and Afghanistan when we started those wars in the early 21st century? And Afghanistan's still going on. And, of course, there was a story that came out last year where we don't even really have a strategy or no one really knows what the grand strategy is in Afghanistan and haven't known for years, even going back to the Bush administration, the administration that started that war. Okay, how many American lives have been lost? My point in bringing that up is all we kept being told was we need to stay the course. We need to stay the course. We need to be vigilant in this war on terror. Yeah, it's going to it's going to take uh, a many number of years, and it's going to be American casualties, but we need to be vigilant. And then it gets to the point where the American people say, how many casualties do we have to suffer before we say, okay, it's just not worth it anymore? Yeah, it's a cost-benefit analysis. And it's analogous to this. You know, how long do we allow businesses to crater? How many businesses crater is acceptable? How many people who are not having their regular mental health checks, okay, because depression and anxiety seem to be at record highs in this day and age, that aren't getting their mental health checks, that are going to become further depressed by this, and the suicide rate goes up? Or how many people are going to miss their routine cancer screenings because, well, it's considered non-essential uh, you know, medical attention and therefore develop cancer and you know, die of cancer? I don't know. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm just saying at what point do we ha- you know, can we explore about getting back? You know, and my point of bringing that up is there was never a timetable put on these wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. And I understand that to a certain extent because you don't want to give the the enemy a timeline. I, I get it. It's different from that standpoint. But there has to be more than just, well, we just got to stay the course, be vigilant. Okay. Um, you know, throw dog a bone here. So my point is when Dr. Fauci said that Trump's Easter target to reopen the economy, he said it's flexible on data, on data and by region. Because as we know, there are some urban areas, more densely populated areas that are more impacted than not so densely populated. So would it be safe in these less densely populated to maybe go back? Who knows? But again, Dr. Fauci said that's flexible. And Trump said his decisions will be based on consultations with both doctors Fauci and Burks. Okay? So again, he's just setting a target date. He's not saying this April 12th, we're going to reopen. Katie, bar the door. Let's open the floodgates. Let's get back to work. Okay? Because, number one, he can't do that. If states have stay-at-home orders, the federal government can't come in and defy these states' orders. Okay, it's almost like people don't understand the concept of federalism, which doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, Line one, Dan from Minnetonka. Dan, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Hello, Brad. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. My question is, how many people that died of the coronavirus were given the hydroxychloroquine drug, the malaria drug? Mm-hmm. We never are told by the media or followed to anybody. Did they be, were they were they offered that drug or did they take it? So we know, you know, even more if it would have reduced the, you know, the amount of deaths that there were, right? Because there's amazing testimonies of men who had it, had the disease, took it, and the next day they were fine. And another question is, did these people that die? They already have other diseases that were really the primary cause of their death, and they just happen to have coronavirus. Yeah, than the cause of the coronavirus. You right, see what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess to your first point, I think they're still in the early stages of testing that. Uh, I can never remember the name of the chloroquine or whatever oxychloroquine. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I can never remember the exact name, but I think they're in the early stages of testing. The problem is is that is earmarked for certain other ailments, and then all of a sudden you're going to cause a shortage for people who rely upon that via prescription for other ailments. I don't remember what specific ailments people are taking for, so that's certainly a concern as well. Um, but to answer your question, Dan, I haven't heard any numbers who have taken this, uh, taken that particular drug that, uh, that have survived or, or, or if, if any who have died from coronavirus, if they had taken that experimental drug. I haven't heard those numbers. Um, and what was the second question? I apologize. Um, I think it was. Uh, Do you want me to put them back on real quick? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I 
I I should have been writing Brad? it down. Your second question, Dan, I forgot. Yeah. Well, first of all, if you're dying, side effects are completely irrelevant. And if you if you can forfeit having a pill because of your disease and it treats your disease for one or two days, such that somebody else can survive death. We're not. I mean, if if you have side effects, it's either side effects or die. What would you choose? Yeah, I right. Side effects. I think you're saying. Right? Yeah, I do. I do remember your second question. It was uh, how many that had passed away had other ailments, and yeah, obviously that were the primary cause of their death. Yeah, rather than you, the coronavirus. You see what I'm saying? The statistics are a little questionable to me. Right. Yeah, thanks for the call, Dan. We appreciate it. I know in Italy they uh, they had a very high mortality rate, but that was in large part because the coronavirus was a secondary condition. It just exacerbated the condition they already had, whether it was a lung issue or cancer. Obviously, smoking is very pervasive in Italy, and a lot of people were dealing with those kind of issues, and that already impedes your breathing. And then you throw coronavirus on top of it, and it's and it can be very deadly. So. How many have died from coronavirus alone? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it certainly exacerbates conditions you already have, which is the greater point is that if you get it, you have symptoms and then you but you don't and you become sick. Yeah, you just have to stay at home, self-quarantine, get cured of it. But the real concern is obviously passing it on to others when you don't even know you have it. And then you pass it on to others who are already susceptible to uh other illnesses. Appreciate the call, Dan. Thanks so much. We've gone way over time, so we've got a very short final segment of the broadcast coming up here in Mere Moments, AM twelve eighty the Patriot, Northern Alliance, Arena Network. Back in a few, go nowhere. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. This is the story of Julie Guillot. She's a Leukemia and Lymphoma Society advocate and the mother of a child who battled blood cancer. Zach was diagnosed with AML, a deadly leukemia, when he was only five. He died at just nine years old, really from the treatment that was meant to save him. Today, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is pioneering breakthrough treatments for kids with cancer. Visit LLS.org and save a child's life. Furnished by LLS. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana in St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Need quotes on roofing, siding, or windows, but don't want several salespeople trouncing through your home? Well, just a few pictures from you and a short phone call with me, and I'll email you three competing quotes on any brand from three trusted local contractors. Set up a virtual appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. 
Well, that was a quick show. Only three minutes left. I know. The last couple weeks have just flown by. I think the last three weeks, actually. Yeah. Welcome back. AM 12, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment. Uh, I wanted to lambast the media this segment or this hour, but we had so many doggone phone calls that came in, and, and it's a good thing. I, that is absolutely. absolutely not a complaint. No. Uh, I prefer leaving way more on the table uh, than than I have uh, ready to go. Yeah. So if I leave a lot of stuff on the table that I was going to get to, I am okay with that because, after all, uh, the callers, uh, they give us energy. We appreciate it, and yeah. thank you so much. Uh, we hope we we're glad we can give you an outlet to pass the time during this uh, self quarantine. That's for sure. But I did want to point something out. Gallup poll, uh, a Gallup poll, uh, asked about approval ratings. They took a survey for approval ratings of U.S. leaders and institutions handling of response to coronavirus. So basically, they, the question was asked: Do you approve or disapprove of the way each of the following is handling the response to the coronavirus in the U.S.? Every single one of these leaders and institutions had a positive approval rating except for one. We'll get into that a little bit. U.S. hospitals, 88% approval to 10% disapprove. Uh, Your child's school or daycare, 83% to 9% approved to disapprove. Your state government, 82 to 17. Your employer, 82 to 14. Government health agencies such as CDC or the NIH, 80 to 17. Uh, Vice President Pence, 61 approve, 32 disapprove. President Trump, you think that might be a little low? 60% approve to 38 disapprove. Congress, which typically their approval ratings are like single digits. Congress, 59% to 37%. So overwhelmingly, all of those entities I just named had a far bigger approval rating, way above water in their approval rating. There's one institution and one only that was surveyed that when asked, how do you approve of their handling of this? Can you take a guess what that is? The news media. 44% approve of their uh, way they're handling the response to coronavirus in the U.S. to 55% disapprove. So the media continually trying to undermine Trump, asking these nonsensical questions during press conferences and trying to discredit these uh, well-credentialed physicians that are on Trump's coronavirus task force, your message ain't getting through. The people see through your BS, so try to be professionals for once in your lives. AM 12, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Happening across the nation right now. ADP is helping Party City stores streamline recruiting. Music houses like Squeaky Clean Studios are demoing tracks while ADP helps keep business on track. And ADP helps a small Mexican restaurant keep up with compliance demands. When ADP helps businesses achieve what they're working for, that's newsworthy. HR talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people. Learn more at design.adp.com relief factor pain relief that's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain i come from the doctor's clinic this morning 28 staples out of my knee and i am not taking painkillers why because i don't need to i'm taking relief factor yes it's a triple dose but it doesn't have any negative side effects and i am doing just fine thank you very much that's the experience of tens of thousands of americans while taking relief factor right now see their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just 1995 that's less than a dollar a day that's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. 
free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana in St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature. But everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. AM 1200.